Hey, how's it going? I'm Andy Jones, and this is episode 73 of the Photography Side Hustle podcast. I am now pleased to say I am COVID-free, and I'm slowly getting back to normal. I went two weeks without taking a photo. Getting back to normal now, so everything should be good. This week, I'm going to take you through getting new customers using Facebook ads. Now, I assume you've already got a website. If you don't have one, you need to set one up before you can start doing Facebook ads. Potential customers need to see your work and decide on whether they're going to hire you or not. If you don't know how to put a website together, you can use Pixie Set or SmugMug. I'll put the links to those two in the show notes. I'm sure there are others available now. There's got to be other ones that are popping up here and there. So have a look around before deciding on which one to go with. Squarespace and Wix are popular website providers, but I think they can get a little expensive. Okay, so if you build a website and you don't tell anyone where it is, you get zero visitors. And I mean, it's crickets, nothing. The only visitors will be the search engines when they find you, and they don't list you anywhere high like they used to do many, many, many years ago. If you use social media to try and spread the word, you will get a few people stopping by, but not with any intent, just to have a quick look people that are nosy. But when you're starting out, you do need a lot of people initially. You need to get a good amount of people to come in and maybe 10% of those people will book you. I've found the best method to get potential customers to visit your website is Facebook ads. Now, don't stop listening because you think it's going to cost you a small fortune. You set the limit on how much you want to spend each day and the lowest you can go is $2. For $2 a day, your ad will be shown to 1,000 to 3,000 people. The number of clicks through to your website will be approximately 22 to 65 people each day if you're spending $2, which is approximately 2% of the people that see the ad. Some days the ad will maybe only reach 1,500 people and you will only be charged like a dollar or whatever the number works out to be. It varies every day, but it never goes over your $2 limit. That's if you set it to $2. So the first thing you've got to do is set up a Facebook page for your business. Once you've done that and you've set up your Facebook page, you can start promoting your business using ads. When you go onto your Facebook page, Facebook will have um, a management panel down the left-hand side. I think it is on a desktop. I don't know what it is on on a mobile, on a cell phone. But um, yeah, on the desktop is on the left-hand side. You have lots of different options. And the one you want is create an ad or promote your page, depending on what it says at the time. When you click on that, you will get two options. Option one is get started with automated ads, and the other one is create a new ad. Now, avoid automated ads at this point. The automation is based on using Facebook, or what they call themselves now, Meta, the Meta Pixel, which has been around forever, as long as Facebook's been around, I think. It's a tiny image file that you put in your website, you embed it in your website. Apple now gives its users the option to keep their details private and it renders the pixel pretty useless if people do that. So you're not getting a full, um, you're not getting a full view of all the data. The Apple privacy setting now has really affected the accuracy of the, the data from this Facebook meta pixel. So for you, I think the best option is to create a new ad with no automation and do it all manually, and it is so simple. So you click on create a new ad. You're making an ad made up of text and photos and video, or photos or video. The photos need to be cropped square. 
I haven't used a video ad yet, uh, but I'm guessing it will also have to be square. There's an option to crop your images once you've picked them. It's easier to actually make the file in the first place square than having to make one and then crop it and lose part of your image, I guess. I make my ads in Photoshop. I just make a square blank file and I, I add pictures, wording, whatever I need. But if you're not comfortable using Photoshop, use Canva. Uh, they have a free plan and it's uh, still very useful. Uh, I'll put a link in the show notes for Canva. Your ad needs to use your own images with text that can be easily read. Think magazine covers, dark background with light text or a light background with dark text, just so it, it the wording pops out to whoever's looking at it. You can include up to five images and it creates a carousel, like a Facebook carousel. So the images uh, file by, I guess. When Facebook users see your ad, they will see an image with a headline and a description below, text below it. So the first thing that grabs their attention, though, is the image. So if you're trying to get family portrait customers, the image must be a family portrait. It's no good showing a really good picture you took of the Eiffel Tower if you're trying to get family portraits. It's got to be relatable. Now, if whatever images that you're using, it's got to be yours. And remember to get a photo release signed by the people in the image. Now, you can add text to the image that says maybe book now and save 10% or a free 8x10 print. These phrases will get people's attention. Now, I'm not saying use what I've just said, but come up with something that gives them a special offer that they won't get unless they click on your ad. It's going to get people's attention quickly and tempt them to get more information. And that is what we want. We want to pull people in. So once you've clicked on create a new ad, the first thing you're going to see at the top is goal. G-O-A-L, goal. And what would you like from this ad? It's set by default to automatic. Let Facebook choose. Click on change at this point because you don't want it automatic. You want to decide what is going to happen when people click on your ad. There are lots of options the one you need to choose in this case is get more website visitors because that is what we're all about here. You're going to put an ad up. You want it to go to your website. The next setting after goal is shuffle creative. Now turn this off because they get you to do different options of your ad and they switch it around. If you do this, you're not going to know which is the one that's really working. Um, it's just simpler to do one or run, maybe run one or two ads that are slightly different and see which one does the best and go with that one. It's basically A and B testing. If you go with shuffle creative, you don't know what you're going to be presenting to uh, your audience. So turn that off. Next one is add creative. Here you put your description that appears below the image. This description needs to address problems and worries that potential customers have. Like they don't have a good quality portrait of their family. The kids need to be leaving for college soon and they need to get the family together for a portrait. These are things that maybe a mother is thinking. And by mentioning in your description, it's not too late to get a portrait taken of your family before the kids go away to school. You're mentioning a problem that they might have. Like you don't need to come up with just one thing. You mention two or three if you can. But if you can hit someone's uh, worry or problem with your wording, you're going to get a customer. Below the description is Advantage plus Creative, which uses Facebook data. So turn that one off. You don't need that one. Next is Media, and you're going to choose the images that you're going to use for the ad. Below Media is Headline, Button Label, and Website URL. 
For headline, you can use your business name. Or if you're running a, a discount on your weddings, call it wedding discounts or whatever you like, whatever you can come up with. But basically, using your business name, you're not going to go too far wrong. The button label default below headline is contact us, but there are lots of options. My favorite at the moment is learn more. It's more of an invite than a call to action. You're not pushing someone. You're just saying, click here and you'll learn a little bit more. And if they're interested, they're going to do it. But have a good look at all those listed and choose something that you find appealing. It won't be the same as me, I'm sure. Next one down is website URL. Now, this can be your website domain address or a specific page on your website. Hey, it could be a page on someone else's website. Why you would do that, I don't know. But <laughs> if you put a call to action on your homepage, like sign up for our special offers or don't miss another special offer again, where the visitor puts their email in and clicks and they get on the mailing list to get all your special offers, just use the domain name like yourdomain.com. But make sure that that call to action, that little box that's got uh, a place where they fill their email address in, make sure that that call to action is near the top of the page. In newspapers and magazines, I think they call it above the fold. And it's the same with websites. If someone's on a desktop computer, Above the fold is everything you see when you load a page. You don't have to scroll down to see it. So putting it at the bottom of the page, it won't work. It has to be at the top. If you can't make that work with your homepage, make yourself a landing page. And this landing page is basically an, an extension of your ad. And when they click on the ad, it'll go to this other page, which could be called like yourdomain.com forward slash promotion or whatever you want. It really doesn't matter as long as it's a separate page just for this ad. Now, when you're doing your landing page, it doesn't have to be scrollable. It can just fit the desktop of a computer screen. It doesn't have to be very long. All it's got to have in is uh, whatever special offer you've got going on, put the call to action there, whether they put their email address in. And people say, oh, on landing pages, you've got to get rid of the menus. I won't worry about that with this. People are going to see that you're offering special offers. They'll put their email in, click enter, and away you go. They'll go through your website after that because they're interested. Now, the next section is audience. Now, in this section, you set up who gets to see your ad. I would turn off advantage audience. It's based on your Facebook page content. And as you've just set it up, you won't have much content, so it won't work very well. Uh, maybe in a year's time or something, you've got lots of stuff going on, do it. But at the moment, turn that off. Now, below that, you can set up your audience's age range. Think about who's going to be booking or who's going to be interested in your services. If you shoot family portraits, your age range is probably going to be 24 to 65. I don't see many 18-year-olds booking you for family portraits. It's going to be the parents. And so 24, 25 is a safe bet. And, up, and grandparents will book it as well. Don't waste your money by putting 18 to 65 plus because you're going to be showing your ad to people that are not interested. You don't want to waste your money doing that. So try and concentrate on just your your market, your little niche. Next is location. Now, this is my favorite because you could define an area on a map that your ad will be shown. And you can drop multiple pins on the map and expand each area's coverage. So you'll you'll put a pin in and you there's a little slider underneath and it'll, I think it starts at 10 miles or 10 kilometers, where, depending on what country you're in. And you just pull that slider along and it'll make your area bigger. Now, if that circle doesn't cover everywhere you need, 
drop another pin, do the same again. It doesn't matter if they overlap, you want the outline to be where you want your ads to be shown and uh, it really works well. The last one of the uh, audience settings is the detailed targeting where you can use interest keywords to target your customers. Now, if you shoot weddings, don't use weddings or wedding photography as your keywords. This will only target other photographers and other businesses that offer wedding services. I would use this section if you shot real estate photography. If you use the keyword realtor or realtors, your ad would be shown to realtors, which is exactly what you want. It's difficult when you're doing family stuff to pinpoint the detailed targeting on this. So I would avoid it and just cover a larger area. If you can come up with a word, do it. You can always add it later. You don't have to do it straight away. All these things can be changed. Just give it lots of thought before you get into detailed targeting though. Once all that's set up, you set the duration of the ad and the daily budget. In the end, you put in your credit card details, turn off the Metapixel or the Facebook Pixel, whatever you want to call it, and decide where your ad will show. And those options are Facebook, Instagram, or Messenger. I turn off Instagram and Messenger. Instagram is a bit like the Wild West now. It's not really aimed at photographers anymore. It's full of ads and short videos. So a lot of your ad will go to waste on Instagram. It's changed so much in the past 12 months. It's, it's it's crazy how it's changed. Messenger shows small ads because in the Messenger section, you don't get much room. It's not like on a regular Facebook page. So I avoid that because, yes, you're getting another, um, your ad's getting posted again, but it's not the full ad. It's like a squished down version of it. So I avoid that and I just go with straightforward Facebook ads. Now, these are my opinions and you might find Instagram gives you good results. I've been using these ads to promote Anna's business, my other half's business, to great effect. We've used newspaper ads and radio ads, which are not cheap. And then I started adding Facebook ads. And 95%, it might be higher than that, because we we had a talk about it and we couldn't remember a customer coming through saying, oh, I heard you on the radio or I saw your ad in the newspaper. People don't read newspapers much now anyway. The free sheets are getting so small, it's pointless. 95, at least 95% reacted to the Facebook ads. So give it a try and see what how it works with your business. Okay, that is it for this episode. I'll be back next week with more Waffle. So have a great week. Bye.